Hello, and welcome to the Horror Review, where we rate, analyze, and review our favorite horror movies, TV series, and subgenres. At the end of each episode, we'll also give a rating via our Scare-O-Meter. I'm Tasha. And I'm Julia. And on today's episode, we will be picking up where we left off um, from December and doing another a wintry horror comedy this time so we'll be doing the 2020 american horror comedy film the wolf of snow hollow yeah (laughs) yeah and welcome back we apologize for our two-week hiatus which ended up being slightly forced but it was snow snow and and illness and holidays holidays. and (laughs) just every yeah Yeah. all the things just had a little we also hadn't had a break from this in over a year we were pretty impressed that we hadn't missed an episode no even through covid and all the things so yeah this mini forced break (laughs) but now we're back we're back and uh we'll finish out this finish out our theme i guess from december and then we'll do something new for the rest of january yeah exactly to be to be decided (laughs) tbd TBD. right so pj palfrey and his girlfriend brianne vacation in snow hollow utah where pj gets into a verbal altercation with two local hunters at their rental house that night, Brienne hears a growl and is attacked by something while PJ is in the shower. He discovers her mangled body with a paw print in the snow. John Marshall, a snow hollow deputy sheriff struggling with anger management issues and alcoholism, is called away from a tense meeting with his ex-wife Brittany and their daughter Jenna to a murder scene. His father, Sheriff Hadley, and fellow officer Julia Robson have discovered Brienne's corpse with her genitalia and other body parts missing. Sheriff Hadley worries about having another heart attack. Uh, News begins to circulate around the town about a possible wolfman among them, though John is adamant that the killing was done by a man and not a wolf. A snowboarding instructor is killed next in a violent struggle in which one of her arms is torn off, followed by her head. When wolf fur is discovered on her body, rumors about a killer werewolf spread, much to John's annoyance. He gets into a physical altercation with a fellow officer who leaks to the press that the killer could be a wolf. Under stress, John begins drinking again. While John and Julia drive to work the next morning, someone throws a beer bottle at Robson's car. Paranoid tips from all over the community roll in. Townie Liz Fairchild has a strange encounter with a tall man at a diner, which she reports to the police. Hadley is diagnosed with a heart murmur, and John urges him to seek medical treatment. They argue with John, declaring that Hadley should work from home from now on. Hadley refuses to go for treatment. Later that night, Liz and her three-year-old daughter are killed by the wolfman. That was sad. It was very sad. I didn't like that one. I know. Um, John, growing increasingly agitated and angry, combs through the town's records in order to determine whether or not the killer has has had any relationships with the victims and looks up some werewolf lore. After investigating Liz's workplace, they discovered that the man Liz had previously encountered at the restaurant called her workplace asking for her. A curfew is now imposed and an active watch for the creature has begun. After another cardiac event, Hadley agrees to retire and seek treatment at John's urging. Jenna sneaks away in the middle of the night to see her boyfriend and they are attacked by the wolfman. John answers a 911 call and shoots at the creature, but it escapes, killing an officer and wounding Jenna. When John yells at Jenna for breaking curfew, Jenna shouts that his lack of care is the reason why she is going away to college. 
because he's more mad at this point that, that she's, she's like out disobeyed than the fact that yes. her head is bleeding and she was attacked by the wolf. Yeah. So that's nice. Well, he's uh, also he's struggling with his own demons. Oh, right he's now, like too. fully having a nervous he's, breakdown yeah, at this fully. point. <laughs> um, after visiting Jenna and Hadley in the hospital, John breaks into Jenna's boyfriend's house and attacks him. <laughs> Meanwhile, the mom so funny be like what did you do I know, she's like immediately mad at him yeah <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny <laughs> um meanwhile hadley passes away from heart complications at the hospital now grieving for his father and frustrated with the case john is banned from his support group meetings the body of a man living in a camper outside town is found dead of a heroin overdose and the responding police believe he is the killer due to multiple factors including his height, his odd knife collection, the presence of a pet wolf dog, and the discovery of a dead body in a woodpile in his backyard which turns out to be that of a missing woman. When the coroner insults John's intelligence and threatens to tell the press about his difficulties in finding the murderer, John deduces that the coroner was responsible for the vandalism of Robson's car and fires him. While John is out distributing evidence from the closed case back to its original owners, PJ contacts Robson at the station and tells her that his belongings contained a seam ripper that was not his. Realizing that the Ripper is for taxidermy, Robson realizes that Paul Carnery, the town's only taxidermist, must be investigated. Just as John stops by Paul's house, Paul seems eager for details of the case and asks John about his daughter, something he couldn't have known unless he was present when Jenna was attacked. Deducing this as he walks out the door, John returns and asks Paul to stand up to his actual height, revealing himself to be well over six feet tall. He slams the door on John and runs. John breaks into the house, discovering a workstation containing Hannah's head. Ah. John is stabbed <laughs> in the stomach by Paul, who runs when he hears sirens after changing into a taxidermied wolf costume. <laughs> uh, sorry, John pursued Paul into the woods, who attacks him but is shot and incapacitated by Robson. John gets up and shoots Paul repeatedly in the head before collapsing. Later, John is helping Jenna move into her college dorm along with Robson, who is Snow Hollow's new sheriff. John leaves Jenna condoms for protection. As he walks out of the dorm room, he passes two men making comments about the gymnasts in the dorm. John stops for a moment before walking away. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> what did you think? I had... A few thoughts as we were going through. Also, okay. I just realized I forgot to mention that this was written and directed and starred by Jim Cummings. Yes. He played the, like, the sheriff, John. Yeah. yeah. And also wrote and directed it. I didn't mention that before. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's also hard to star in your own movie. I yeah. think sometimes you are very focused on, like, as a director, the bigger picture. And maybe also starring in the movie maybe wasn't the best choice yeah writing directing and starring in yes. it is a little it, it's taking a, on a lot you've of got a lot roles. of your hands are very deep into the project so yeah. it's hard sometimes to step back but i thought his acting was actually pretty darn good and he played this kind of like yeah ang quick to anger grouchy but still lovable character like no. i was still rooting for him the whole time even when he was being like a complete turd yeah and i love the way he spoke to his wife Britney he just the way he would like Britney like no like Ugh. yeah yeah so I liked I liked how he played the character but yeah it felt kind of small like a smaller budget film yep which it did it I think it was although also. like I really enjoyed 
like the the it was very atmospheric like yes. they, they they set up the movie really well yeah. it was beautiful scenery like they didn't and and some of the shots were really amazing like the far away shot yeah. with the wolf in the yeah. beginning no was they did really some neat. really they did some really cool stuff yeah i thought some of the because a lot happened yes in a it was a fairly short ish movie it was only 90 minutes it was only I 90 think. minutes yeah it was yeah yeah it was only 90 minutes maybe just over 90 minutes 84 minutes was okay. the runtime it's short wow um and i feel like they covered a lot and they did some kind of weird scene there where like a lot like, happened very quickly yes and of. you did have to be kind of like really paying attention yes and i definitely had a few moments where i was like huh what did i just what <laughs> totally. did i just watch totally yeah but overall i thought it was a fun movie and i liked how adamant he was that, like no this is not a werewolf this is real life it's yep. a serial killer yep. it's a man and for a bit there i was like oh, it kind of looks like a wolf to me right because you see, you don't see it directly on, but you see little bits and pieces of this, like, massive wolf. It looks like a wolf yeah. from what we see. Oh, yeah. yeah. And every attack looks like a wolf. Yeah. And, and when you see it from really far away, it, it, it looks, looks like a wolf. Yeah. Like a wolf man or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Werewolf or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. They, I thought the twist was really good. Yep. I thought the... Didn't see that. I thought it was going to... I thought it was going to end up being, like, the sheriff john was oh. gonna like when he would black out maybe he was oh, like he was drinking he was drinking again. and yeah. he was kind of going back into these old habits and i thought maybe because it seemed like he was having moments where he'd lost a bit of time and i was like maybe it's him all along i that's what i thought that would have been a good twist be. too actually but that was not the twist <laughs> <laughs> no i i enjoyed it i liked the kind of dark dry sense of humor that yeah, was going had, on he had very dry it was yeah I don't know, it was pretty, there was some, there was some good acting in it. There was some fun stuff in yeah. it. I kind of, I, I feel like it was, it's a, like, not an easy watch, but low stakes. Again, yeah, another low stakes, stakes kind of. under 90 minutes if you yeah. want to watch kind of not too horror, a horror, and yeah, it was, it was good for that. I watched it while I was wrapping Christmas presents. It yeah. wasn't too bad. It's wintry. <laughs> yeah, it is wintry. <laughs> Um, um, and it's got, what's her, that one actress who plays Julia Robson, Ricky Lind oh, yeah. Lindholm. She's in lots of stuff. She's definitely in lots yeah. of like sci-fi and, um, she was in, stuff. um, God, what was she in recently? She was in Knives Out. Knives, is that, was is she that in what it's called? Out? She was. Okay. She was like one of the like rich. I think you're right. Family members, like wives. Anyways, minor, a minor more minor yeah, yeah. role in it but yeah she was in that <clears throat> recently she pops up in everything she definitely does yeah. yeah and this actually ended up being robert forrester's last film because he did pass oh. away after the filming of it when he does pass away at the, the, guy, the guy who plays the sheriff yeah oh, that's yeah, so sad it's sad but it was his last film hmm. um yeah no i i actually found it really stylized i thought it was actually pretty thought out considering yep. Um, I liked kind of the border of horror and drama and comedy. Yeah. And it was like, I, I really, it, the other thing is that I, I liked the character in the beginning, like the guy who his girlfriend dies. Yeah. Like I thought they should, they could have done I more I thought they with could him. have done more with him. Yeah. yeah. I thought he could have been way more part of the story yeah. and it would have been more interesting, but he ended up being a secondary character, which very was a little secondary. sad. He but... like came back twice very briefly. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then I just felt bad for him because <laughs> he was going to propose to I his... I know, and he was, like, practicing how to do... Well, yeah, yeah, and then she was eaten. Well, not eaten. Well, not eaten, but Murdered, mauled. and then, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was very and then it, okay, so influences um Fargo. Absolutely. It, it, it has Fargo. some Fargo without the accents, but Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was the other thing that the only one who had the accent was Robert Forrester. He had a slight. He a had slate, a slight, yeah. but the rest of them should have had like Utah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the accent is there. I'm not sure what the accent is there. I think I don't Midwesty. Really... I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Um, but but yeah, definitely. I could definitely feel the Fargo. Yeah, Fargo. Yeah. the howling, the thing a little bit too. Yeah, just and just in the winter, yeah. Kinda... Going back to Fargo, just the way the cops are just—they seem very small town. Small town, kind of just relate. They're just like regular people. Yeah, with real problems. With real problems, and... and like that's kind of how a lot of the Fargo stuff feels too. Like they yes. these cops just kind of get. Go, like they fall into this like crazy thing that's going on yeah, yeah this crazy story that just yeah is unfolding in yeah. front of them and they're like what the and they're like they should this? be a part of this yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how i felt about like our main cop and i was like you shouldn't be a part of this like, totally go to rehab <laughs> yeah you were not equipped for this right now <laughs> um to be fair he was going through some stressful some stressful stuff but i did like how they portrayed like it was you know a lot of it was pretty realistic yeah you like, people going through some shitty times in their lives and, and lots of law enforcement yep. people end up with anger management yep. issues and and alcoholism yep. and all that substance abuse like all the issues that are really prevalent in that line of work and it especially when you're in a small town and there's not a lot of options no for... you can't you also can't hide behind a lot of exactly there's no anonymity to hide behind yeah everyone knows everyone's business because you're in a small town yeah like yeah. his support group and everybody knows him and he's the, sh- the sheriff like yeah. it's you know so it's kind of interesting that way but yeah it was shot in 23 days it makes sense it does make sense it does it the does editing kind of yeah yeah <laughs> if it feels like a smaller budget movie it does and it not was that, actually not to say that's a bad thing but it just feels like it's it's no hollywood blockbuster no 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 and that's fine yep. we don't always need hollywood blockbusters nope, definitely not especially in horror films sometimes it makes it worse than better um it was actually filmed in utah oh cool yeah and oh yeah um i think jim cummings was uh he explained basically that the werewolf he wanted to use the werewolf myth as like a cultural way of explaining male aggression ah so that interesting. was kind of the theme the kind of the like whole... monster within totally you know? yeah yeah because his character definitely has it and yep. you know the father well the well the first um the boyfriend of the first girl who dies too he yeah. like almost gets into a fist fight in the like yeah, bar when they're at, just can't help himself sticking yeah i mean like i know that was such a cringy moment for me because i'm such a non-confrontational person just like don't and just like don't just do don't it. say anything just don't do like it. you're in it's a, a random stranger and, yeah. yeah just like i know they're being awful but leave it alone yeah. like you're not gonna win anything here no. so yeah so, yeah he kind of had that element and that fire to him yep. as well Definitely. um like yeah jim cummings characters like dad also had it yes with like refusing to quit yes. and refusing stubborn to... yes and yeah totally mm-hmm. and like every yeah, every kind of male character did yep. kind of portray that. Even even some of the female characters did, like his ex-wife. Brittany. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> she, she did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> she did do a good job. And even his daughter, too, because she was a bit hard-headed and stubborn. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
like father like daughter kind of oh my god she was such a typical daughter like teenage teenage daughter daughter. trying to like therapize her father but i was like yeah you're pretty you're not far off there although that moment like when he stumbled home drunk and she was like trying to take care of him that was a pretty like that was a sad because i'm sure lots of people have had to deal with that and it sucks when you you know are terrified for your parents I know. she and... just kept screaming at him like just go to bed just yeah. go to bed and she was like scared in her room yeah yeah that was a sad i didn't like that sad but also realistic very so realistic yeah it's really a well done accurate portrayal of of um alcoholism yep and what it does to a family a family to your life yep. to a community your career yeah yeah so i don't know i kind of i liked it I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite films, nope. but I thought it had merit and yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. And yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Sorry, I got distracted by Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's okay. He's being very cute. <laughs> He's just staring at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we scare-o-meter? Let's scare-o-meter it. Okay, cool. <clears throat> this um, one's out of, I can never remember. This one's out of 10? Yeah, scare meters under 10. Okay, there we go. It's been, it's been a few weeks since we've recorded. I, I and I was like, Tash at the start of this was like, well, am I remember my little intro? And I was like, oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> like riding a bike. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, one. For scariness? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty low. I mean, it had some gore. There's like a, yeah, there was a bit of, I want to say just for the gore, like a two. Actually, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, one. Yeah, there was more gore. Than there's I more gore than, true. yeah, there was some gore. There was, there was some, some like ripped genitalia you know yes there were some ripped innards yeah um yeah two okay i would say two two out of ten yeah for scare meter for scare meter very watchable very watchable for and then for jack lantern jack lantern so enjoyment level 2.5 yeah i was gonna say 2.5 it's pretty it was pretty like, it's in there yeah. you know wasn't bad wasn't great exactly 2.5. 2.5. Wow. We agreed on all of this. I know. Oh, look at us. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was a good, mm-hmm. kind of an easy watch, kind of interesting, fun. Like it takes a different turn than you think yep. it's going to. So yep. you don't see things coming. So yeah, good, entertaining, low stakes. Very horror. low stakes. Yeah. Low stakes horror. That's a good way to describe it. Yep. This is low stakes horror. <laughs> cool yeah yeah that was so, that was the episode that was our episode for... Woo! welcome back yeah. happy 2023 yeah happy new year everybody yeah. yeah we'll have lots more coming your way this month we won't and... skip any more weeks no i mean we're hoping no, we'll try yeah unless like we're <laughs> unless all they all die or yeah. something <laughs> we all die oh my goodness <laughs> well like metaphorically speaking i don't know yeah um, anyways um, if you enjoyed listening to us and would like to hear more, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcast from. If there is a particular theme or TV series or movie that you would like us to talk about, please let us know. We would love to hear your feedback. And you can follow us on Instagram at The Horror Review, and we're also on Facebook. That's really all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on those two places. Yeah. We also have an email address yeah. that I never check. Uh, do you check it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so maybe don't email us instagram or facebook are best yes but you can still email us if you want to yes and if people if more people start emailing us we'll maybe check it we'll more check often. our email <laughs> <laughs> but anyways three ways to get a hold of us yes and we will see you next time yeah happy new year happy new year